Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Thursday the 15th of August coming up. It's an A-level special as thousands of students across Kent get their results. I got three A-stars and an A and then an A-star in my EPQ project. I got two A-stars and two A's, um, so I'm pleased about that. I've received three A-stars and one A, uh, an A-star in uh, further maths, maths and physics and an A in computing. Education bosses say it's been a good year for Ken's teenagers. We've got to remember today is a day for a whole range of post-16 qualifications. A-levels clearly play a central role and uh, uh, or, and have for a long, long time. But we also have uh, young people taking B-checks. We have in Kent actually many schools focused on the International Baccalaureate. What to do next? The main advice is don't panic. Even if you haven't got the grades that you needed for a different course, clearing's a great way to find an alternative place. Kent Online News. Well, it's the day thousands of teenagers in Kent have been waiting for. A-level results are out. For some, it'll be a day to celebrate. Others might have to think again about their plans for the future. Nationally, just over a quarter achieved an A-star or A-grade, while the overall pass rate is 97.6%. Megan Dan and Robert collected their results in Maidstone earlier. I got three A-stars and an A, and then an A-star in my EPQ project. And what is an EPQ project? It's a project where you can pick any topic that you like, you research it, you give a presentation on it, and you write a report, and then you show that to other people, and then you get a grade for it. And what was your subject? Uh, My subject was gene editing. And what do you you hope to do now? Uh, I hope to go to Cardiff Medical School to study medicine for five years, and then hopefully become a doctor. Did you have to work very hard for those results? Yeah, it's, it's been a tough two years, but I'm glad it's done. I'm really glad it's paid off. Hello, Dan. How have you got on? Um, I've done okay, thank you. Um, I've got two A stars and two A's, um, so I'm pleased about that, but I've got one mark off an A star in a subject, so a bit not gutted, but it's a little bit frustrating. And where are you off to then? So I've got plans to do a gap year in France. I'm going near Switzerland, um, and I'm going to reapply to Cambridge in the next cycle. Robert, you've done particularly well, I understand. What did you get? Uh, I've received three A stars and one A, uh, an A star in uh, further maths, maths and physics, and an A in computing. So I guess you're pretty happy with that? Yeah, pretty chuffed. And what are your plans now? Uh, I plan to go to Warwick University to study maths. Mark Tompkins is the head teacher at Maidstone Grammar, who've done better than in 2018. Well, we're delighted with the results. Another very good and improved set of results. Uh, so just under 60% of all grades were graded A star to B. That's 5% higher than last year and 15% higher than the previous year. So we're delighted. Uh, 40 students got two A's or more and 18 students got three A's or more. And four students in particular need to be recognised because they got three A stars or more. So we're delighted. And all of this is down to the hard work of both the students and staff last year. Head of the girls' school in the town is Deborah Stanley, who's also been praising her students. We're very pleased with the results this year. We have seen improvement in the performance across the board. Some fantastic personal achievements on the part of individuals and some departments. Very pleased with the students and congratulations to them. Does it compare well with last year's? It does, it's better than last year's. We're very pleased with the performance of all our students, particularly given we've got a number of new A-levels again this year and we're actually pleased with the progress students have made. Are there some students who have achieved outstanding results perhaps? There are indeed. Um, a number of our students are off to Oxbridge, medicine, veterinary science, etc. 
very pleased for their achievements. New sitting born, Finlay and Richard collected their grades from Borden Grammar. So I got an A star in maths, an A in maths, physics and chemistry. What, what were the exams like? Um, they were tough this year, but um, they were fair and, you know, just got through them. What, what do you plan to do now? Um, so I'm going to St Andrews to study maths on a scholarship from Credit Suisse. And, and what do you plan to do after you've got that? Uh, investment banking at Credit Suisse. I got four A stars in maths, further maths, chemistry and physics. What, what are you going to do with them now? Uh, well, I'm studying a maths and theoretical physics degree at St Andrews. Now, Roger Goff is the man in charge of education in Kent. He joined students getting their results at Archbishop's School in Canterbury. The atmosphere in uh, the Archbishop's School has been terrific, actually. We've had uh, uh, young people, all of whom have achieved uh, what it is that they want in terms of their destinations, uh, whether it's their first choice of university or work or uh, apprenticeship uh, destinations. Uh, and so it's been really quite a buoyant atmosphere here this morning. We've got to remember today is a day for a whole range of post-16 qualifications. A-levels clearly play a central role and uh, uh, or, and have for a long, long time. But we also have uh, young people taking BTECs. We have in Kent actually many schools focused on the International Baccalaureate and the International Baccalaureate Careers Related Programme. Uh, so there are a range of qualifications, but A-levels are still playing a central role. And at the moment, we're still uh, looking to see what the wider picture has been, both across the country and across the county. Well, I think it's very important that you uh, seek to pursue all the options that you st that, that, that are still available. Um, clearly, there is the clearing system within uh, university, if that's what you're pursuing. Uh, we are also uh, very keen to provide support for young people in terms of uh, all the other options they may look at, whether it's uh, apprenticeships or, uh, or other options. Now the results are out, there are big decisions to be made on what to do next. While some would have been accepted onto the course of their choice at uni, for others who didn't do as well as expected, clearing might be an option. Sarah Sims from the University of the Creative Arts in Kent has been giving us some advice. Don't panic. Um, clearing is a great way to find a degree that's right for you. Um, at UCA, we look at every applicant based on their grades, experience and interests. So even if you haven't got the grades that you needed for a different course, um, clearing is a great way to find an alternative place. So if you haven't got the grades you need, check UCAS track first of all, because it may be that your, your university has been able to accept you with the grades you've got. Um, if you check and you don't have a place, check university websites to see which courses are available in clearing and then contact the university's admissions team. We're here to help you very much and guide you through the process. There are restricted places in clearing, but there's still a, a really good number of courses and Top quality courses as well available in clearing. Um, universities do put aside, uh, you know, they have places reserved for applicants who haven't met the grades they want. Um, and or even for students that are looking for alternative subject areas or alternative courses, uh, because we're aware that things change in applicants' lives. Um, you know, it may not be that what's right for you at the moment was what was right for you when you applied back in January. Uh, so do look around. Uh, clearing is a great opportunity for applicants to find a place at university still. 
A degree is such an important part in someone's life and I think the main thing should be that you're studying something that you enjoy um, and that you want to do in the future. So if you have had a change of, of heart in the time that you've been studying your A-levels or other qualifications, uh, it may well be that you've now got interests that are different to what you had previously uh, and there's definitely alternatives available. Um, so look at the courses, look at the different subject areas on the UCAS website and have a look, see what's available now. I think for students who are confused um, about what direction to go in, um, I think don't be bogged down that you have to follow a traditional route. Um, think about what you want from your career and go with what you're passionate about. Um, university is an exciting time to explore and develop your interests and be guided by professionals in that field. Uh, don't just push, push pursue something traditional or conventional um, and look beyond the traditional subject areas. Um, you know, it should be something that really is interest, something that you're really interested in and allows you to turn your passion into a career. Well, we're hearing that fewer students have been accepted onto degree courses compared to last year. In total, just under 409,000 people from the UK and overseas have had places confirmed. That's down 1%. The admissions service at UCAS says a record number of students from outside the EU, more than 33,000, will be studying here. That's driven by a 32% rise in those arriving from China. Kent Online reports. Well, in some other news today, business leaders in Kent are asking the government not to forget about small firms if there's a no-deal Brexit. Ministers are reportedly setting up an emergency fund to help companies that end up with cash flow problems. But there are fears this will only be made available to big manufacturers. Joe James is the chief exec of the Kent Invicta Chamber of Commerce. Any support that's going to be out there for business is going to be greatly received. Um, you know, there's no doubt about that. But, um, you know, actually there's really sketchy information out there at the moment you know we know government are looking at setting up some sort of fund or package of measures to support business but actually what they they've been very uh, quiet and secretive about actually what the criteria is going to be um, you know given that you know we're potentially going to be leaving the EU without a deal in 78 days time um, it would be reassuring for businesses to know now you know if the government are going to be putting some sort of financial support available to them if, if you look online you'll see there's mixed messages out there at the moment on one hand uh, you'll read that it's for businesses um, who, who are suffering with their cash flow um, and on so, so that sort of implies it's any business on the other hand you've got Michael Gove saying it's businesses who are at the point of collapse well um, you know there's a hell of a difference between being at the point of collapse and you know actually suffering with cash flow so you know I would like to think that there's going to be something out there that's going to affect you know something out there that will help all businesses and actually aside from the financial support you know I would like to think that there would be an element of flexibilities in a package of measures that would be able to help all businesses who may be able to suffer irrespective of, of their size or sector. Yeah, 
I, I think I think the first thing um, you know would have to be, and 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 this is sort of immediate, you know, um, for for government to start improving the quality and accessibility of information to business, um, because I think that's not been good to this point, and I think that's something that needs addressing immediately. But yeah, you know, they they can do something to simplify as many processes as possible, and um, a simple one would be you know issuing an EORI number to all our exporters uh, as this is the basic requirement that they need to move goods across borders so that's something that they could do which you know would help immediately and you know that they could put measures in place to actually help businesses if they're experiencing cash flow or businesses Um, things like reinvigorating the time to pay scheme with HMRC so you know there's lots of things that they can do but I would hate to think that their measures are going to uh, be put in place purely for large businesses or maybe specific sectors because government have already highlighted that uh, they think the construction and manufacturing sector will probably be the the hardest hit you know I'd like to think that you know they would put measures and support out there for all businesses who are affected over the coming year yeah I mean if you you look at Kent businesses you know over 90% of our business community um, employ under 10 people so you know almost at the micro business stage and actually, um, you know, they'll probably be great more, you know, greatly affected than, than larger businesses because at the end of the day, you know, they don't have the level of cash flow. Um, so, you know, I think they probably need, they, they don't need as much support, um, smaller businesses, but actually I think they're probably more likely to need the support. Obviously, the impact of a small business, um, if if it folds, isn't the same as if you have a you know a, a major employer. Uh, but when you've got a county that's made up of predominantly small businesses, you know, it is vital that we work to ensure that actually they have the support that they need. It looks like the ambulance service that covers Kent is coming out of special measures. Inspectors rated CCAM inadequate three years ago because they were worried patients weren't safe. Now the watchdog says they have been big improvements and the service has been rated good overall. And Travel Lodge has been given permission to build a 75-bedroom hotel near Sandwich. It'll be at the Discovery Park and is aimed at people visiting the Enterprise Zone there. That's it for now, but don't forget for more news throughout the day and overnight, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.